You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. This is such a fun one. My new song. favorite song. Yeah. I mean, this is Marissa. Yeah, your absolute favorite. Repeat. Um, but Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Glee After Show for you. I can't believe the season is almost done. We have, what, three more episodes? That's yeah. crazy. Already? Crazy to think about. Um, this episode was, of course, Sweet Dreams, and we saw a lot of dreams coming true, dreams starting to come true, I guess we can say. It's season four, episode 19. I'm Stephanie Wanger. I'm Roxy Stryer. Hi everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini. And I'm Sarah Mendoza. And if you're checking us out, we've just made it easier for you. You can go and on your iPhone or iPad, you Apple fans, and what? stream us, which and is Andrew. super exciting, um, right from those devices. So you should definitely try doing that. We have to give a shout out to Phil in the booth for doing that because for you guys, you're like, oh, you weren't streaming before? Everything's streaming on your phone. This was a long-winded project that we worked our butt, and by we, I mean our, our main man in the booth over there, worked <laughs> his butt off for you guys. So round of applause for him for doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. And uh and you know what? I'm I'm excited to see the live viewership increase. I, I've noticed eighty percent of our people are on iPhones or iPads. So it's gonna be very exciting. And it's because you love our fans so much. I do. I <laughs> there's a lot of iPad and iMac and I everything users out there. And Androids too. And I am one of them. <laughs> I'm one. I know. I'm like, I'm a Mac fan, so I'm excited <laughs> to be able to do that too. So we should get into the episode tonight, though. This was a less intense episode than last week's shooting episode. Less so, controversial. Yes, less controversial. We'll Definitely talk- easier to watch because I think last week we knew what was coming. We were just waiting for it. And this one, you can just watch it and just appreciate what's coming. And you're not like... Uh, kind of on edge, about, yeah. yeah, anything bad's going to happen. Well, Leah Michelle tweeted out earlier today that there was going to be that sweet Finchel phone call, and I got really excited for the episode. Cause <laughs> of course we, you did, course Stephanie. <laughs> I know, but there were other sweet moments tonight, too. It kind of was the return to, I, I don't know, kind of a season, it had a season one feeling to me, for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Overall, I, I think so. It got to be a little slow at some points. So I'll definitely say that, especially because uh, the last three songs, two of them are unknown songs. So, you know, I, I was thinking I was worried about that. But we really picked up at the end there, and the beginning was strong. So 
I'm ready to get started. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know if you guys watch Smash, but that's what it was reminding me of because every episode of Smash has an original song. And I think, mm-hmm. is this the first time that Glee's done it? No, Glee no. had original back in season two. It's Wait, when they okay. used for the regionals. Yeah, they, right, they okay, gotcha. And I felt like season two songs, we can talk a little bit more about this later on in the episode, but um, it just felt, season two, they felt like fun original songs, and tonight... For me, they were a little underwhelming in comparison, but we can go a little more into that. But we should talk about Rachel's audition, which is um, was kind of a crazy, like, we, we said a little unrealistic when we were watching the show. I mean, I think that, yeah, it's definitely unrealistic as a, an actress, a wannabe actress, whatever I am. An actress? Um, yeah. Call yourself an actress. No, absolutely, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Over there. You, you, from the time, I mean, I've wanted to be an actress since I was four years old, and of course I have my dream roles, and if if your dream role presents itself at a place where you are in the right city and you are the right age, you go for it like hell. And this is, like, everything she's ever wanted, and I understand that feeling. Unfortunately... 99.9999999% of the people and percent of the times don't get the job. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Rachel Berry has a callback. If that's realistic, then we are landing on Saturn right now and I'm here. I was, on the rings going around. But it doesn't have to be realistic because it's a show, so I'm glad you got a callback. Yeah, I have yeah. to also say I was happy, though, that they didn't go... There is a callback process here. Like, yeah, we, she didn't just get mm-hmm. the job. Yeah, I was like, let's not have that be the end of this episode because that would be a whole different conversation about. Yes, it's unrealistic to get a callback, but to get the to get the part without another round would be even worse. Well, given Rachel Berry's talent, I to me, I didn't think it was unrealistic just for a callback. What I thought was unrealistic is that that song would have done it. Because her voice is going to be amazing no matter what she sings. But, you know, we are talking to Steven earlier while we are watching the show. It's not really a common audition song. In fact... Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know if you've auditioned for musicals or, or anything like that, but... To me, like what Steven was saying, it's such a karaoke type song that I don't think people would be impressed with for an audition like that. But I kind of like the idea that she went like non-traditional Broadway songs that you're ex- expecting. She went with original something that was close to her 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 roots. And I think, and you know, not to skip ahead, but when we saw her perform that song and she saw her friends singing with her, you know, that's what. She was pulling from her personal experiences, right. and then her response at the end when they asked her, "What were you going through during that?" and she's like, "I was just thinking of my friends." So, as <laughs> Which an would actor, not happen, right? <laughs> no, but like or as an part of the episode, <laughs> yeah. it was so funny. As an actor, oh. as a performer, you'd like to pull from real things if that can translate to your acting. Absolutely. I, yeah. I get that for maybe a more contemporary type of musical that you might be auditioning for, but I think with more traditional or like classic musicals like Funny Girl, it's you want to choose a song that is classical and that kind of speaks to that character. <laughs> At least for, from the people well, that I've talked to. Yeah, well within it. the like context of the show, I mean, I love Don't Stop Believing. I know all the gleeks out there are going to be super angry at me. I don't know. I just wanted to see her do something that was like a showstopper. And for me, that wasn't 
it. Like, it's a great song, and it's it's very, like, familiar to all the Gleeks, but mm-hmm. it just right. it didn't work for me in that moment. I don't disagree with any of you, even though we're all saying different yeah. things. Um, <laughs> no, I, I'm sitting here, like, laughing my butt off, because, first of all, I, I think that it's great that she didn't pick, like, say she had chose, like, a lot of times, you'll go to an audition. I When I was little, I was auditioning musical theater left and right, and before I sounded like this, I actually had a really good voice. And I would go, <laughs> and people do. would, you guys, you know, like, something like On My Own. From Les Mis. Oh, and you yeah. hear it over right. and over, and it's like, shut the F up. And you feel so bad for these people. Or people who come in and audition with an Equus monologue, and you're like, I can't listen to this anymore. Like, if, you, if you've ever cast something, because I used to be a casting director and different things, it's like, you're like, stop. Like, I can't even breathe. So at least she didn't pick a song that 50 other people walked in that day doing. Right. And I do think you have to pick a song that showcases your individual talents, which this song happened to do. It was personal to her. But it was not a showstopper. It wasn't like when she had her uh, that showcase where she was a freshman and she won. Yes, like a moment like that. Right. And she, cho- so I didn't think she needed to choose a Barbara song, but she needed to choose an epic song for her. This wasn't that for me. I understand why she got a call back though, because it's her voice. It's unbelievable. And they could see her in that role. It was original. The part that I was dying laughing about is when finally, <laughs> I mean, one of, the, one of the casting directors goes, Thank you. That was definitely unique. Like, oh, okay. And then the guy grabs the microphone and is like, you were clearly having a moment. Um, can you describe to me what was going on in that moment? Like, in your wildest dreams, would somebody ever ask you that? If they're going to ask you a question, they'll be like, why did you choose that song? Or yeah. what What made makes you write for this character? Or tell me a personal experience about you were having a moment. Like, as if they saw the characters behind them that we all saw, the OG Glee people. Like, it was just, like, unbelievable to me. I couldn't, it was just so, right. talking about non-realistic. I just it was I impossible. Yeah, I mean, it was a fun moment for the Gleeks. I just felt like there was absolutely something needed to change oh a God. little in that moment. I agree, yeah. a little unrealistic. It wasn't remember, showcasing her talent, yeah. Remember but. when she got into Niata, though? Didn't she sing a Barbra Streisand song that was a showstopper? I think it was at the... Yeah, but it, like they were saying, you can't sing a Barbra song. You know, it's like when you are um, trying to play an iconic role and you're uh, auditioning for Streetcar and you're playing Marlon Brando. Like, you don't, you don't do that. You've got to play Stanley and you've got to make it your own because otherwise you're just doing an imitation of an interpretation of a character. Like, you, you know, so I don't think she should sing Barbara, even though that's what she's been rehearsing her whole life. But something of that caliber. And they sure. also said... Don't um, don't try to be a carbon copy. We already have Barbara. Exactly, exactly. She yeah, she got some great advice. That's what I was gonna say. How she came to that song. She talked to Finn tonight. We saw the return of her mother, which we should definitely get into. Oh my Shelby, God. Shelby. I think, I think Shelby's the only one who could have said to her, "You can't be Barbara." That she would have listened to. So I'm so glad that Shelby came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right. mean, we kind of. It's fun to have her kind of stop in, and they do have that really sweet mother daughter mm-hmm. relationship. I love it. Yeah, it's it's really great. I mean, Adina Menzel is, like, literally the most talented human being in the entire world. So anytime True. she's on the show, it's just <laughs> like, yes, I can relax. You know, sometimes when you are watching scenes and you feel, like, tense because you're like, is this going to go well? And you're nervous for the show. Whenever Adina walks on, I'm like, I can breathe. And this is going to happen. It's going to flow. And I know it is. So, I, and I love their relationship. Although, I, it seems weird to me that, I mean, she was like, oh, and my, I want to see this for my daughter. 
But Rachel calls her Shelby, and she calls her her daughter, and I'm almost like, mm, mm. Yeah. Well, I think I it just speaks to where their relationship is, is at or where how each of them sees the relationship. Rachel Which is still, where? Well, Rachel might still have a little bit of a separation. Not She doesn't feel that this woman has been her mother the whole time, so she still calls her Shelby. Uh, whereas maybe Shelby, obviously she's got a baby now, and maybe that's that's her thing, is like she really wants to be a good mother to all of her children. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the songs in a little bit here, but I think that when you have two flawless performers, and Leah Michelle definitely fits into that category, I mean, that's like magic on screen. To me, that pairing does really well together. And they kind of look alike. They do. And they have is, great chemistry. They do. Yeah. Well... It's the juxtaposition of um, Adina Menzel's smile and happy persona and Rachel Berry or Leigh Michelle's passionate. Like, she's very introverted and, like, and feels it. And um, Adina's very extroverted and wants you to feel it. So just that combination, it's like, fills the, fills the room every time. I couldn't agree more. But let us know what you think. Did you enjoy having Adina back on the show? I mean, obviously we did, but always fun to have you weigh in on iTunes. So go on, rate the show, um, and let us know what you think of what we're doing, what you think of the show. We love reading your comments. And I think, Sarah, did you have a comment? I mean, we've got a lot of great comments from uh, last week's episode. It was very controversial. So our fellow Gleeks out there did weigh in. Um, Some people did enjoy the shooting scene. They thought that it felt very real and a lot of them were even saddened to to imagine their favorite Glee characters being in that position. I understand that. Whereas other people thought it was out of place, you know, and it might have been too soon. Yeah, we definitely felt like that was something that came up at the table last week for sure. And I feel like when I was reading through the comments earlier, that there was definitely a debate going on. And we appreciate all of that. Yeah. We read everything. It's great to have you weigh so, in. For something us. that I f- thought was really interesting is they um, were expecting in this in this episode for there to be a more serious, like um, post traumatic. Um, stop plot line going along mm. with the characters, and the only thing we got was Sam uh, and Evan. <laughs> Sam Evans and yeah. Evan Evans. I felt like they did not handle the aftermath of this well. I mean, obviously, right. uh, my apologies for not being here last week to explain my opinions on the episode, but it, it's very, as you guys are saying, controversial, and I have mixed feelings on it. I, but I definitely will say I don't know if they handled the aftermath well. It kind of made a joke of it. Uh, which to me was so incredibly inappropriate. Yeah. Like Sam with his Australian Evan self and just everybody else was like kind of shaken up but not really and it wasn't talked about and it never was sat down and addressed and I just, well, that didn't sit well with me. I don't know. I just felt like um, it should have been maybe the topic for this week was right. like songs mm-hmm. of loss or songs of something because it just, it felt like they moved on completely or like, okay, dreams now? I mean, well, as fun as dreams are and obviously they wanted to switch the tone of the episode again, it to me didn't feel like a follow-up to last week's shooting. And, right. and even Nene Leake's character coming back, Roz, um, she, she kind of jabbed at it too and poked fun totally. saying like oh that was nothing and you put a hex on her yeah and clearly yeah. that was uh, a serious situation and she made it she made light of it 
to make sure it wasn't going to happen again. The only, like, address we really had of it was Blaine realizing that Becky knew something more, and he kind of confronts Becky about it and says, like, well, what do you know? And we saw in the previews for the next few weeks that that's going to come up again. Now, I want to point out um, uh, a comment from one of our viewers, uh, Scissorhead, Six. Oh, cool. He made an interesting point about last the last episode, saying that this wasn't an episode about a school shooting. It was an episode about last chances. So if you guys think about it like that, the episode might be a lot better. Telling people that you love them, and you love them because you never know when your last day is going to be. So I guess he kind of saw it. He or she saw it in different. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a so lot. Thank of, you for that. Yeah, a lot of different ways to look at that episode. But to get back to tonight's episode, we kind of again in that lighthearted feeling, we saw Finn and Puck for the first time at college. And I don't know for all of you who like went to college, it did not feel again very realistic no. to me. It was like the party, like frat. It felt like a frat movie to me. Like, just like, this uh, is what... Because it was. Animal <laughs> House it was. meets yeah. Glee. Yeah. yeah. Like, literally ridiculous. In a dorm. Uh, uh, you guys know I'm, I'm the, the little girl here. I'm the, the young college person still. I'm actually... I don't even walk until May. So I'm very familiar <laughs> with this whole rah-rah, college frat, etc. scene. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We heard and this that's right what there. it was. Um, and I've been to some crazy parties in my time. Do not get me wrong. Whew, come on, like the slip and slide in the hallway of the dorms of the community college? Um, no. Where is your RA, my friend? Yes. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was thinking. Really? I was like, where are the supervisors? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't mind it, though. You know, know. If I were to see this big college party scene, I would rather them do this than show some boring, like, random little... Yeah. And I did enjoy so that, the, their right. use of the Harlem Shake to, right. to mm-hmm. I have to say, though, up. some universities, kids get away with that. Like, I'm not, you know, I, I mean, went to school in Honolulu, and I'm thinking... <laughs> You know, RAs would have joined in on that water slide. Oh, see, they would have come down on us that that yeah. was not okay. But, you know, there could be worse things that they could have shown of the college life oh, yeah. compared yeah. to a slideshow. That is very uh, true. It was slip and slide. But whatever. I thought it was weird. Like, this is not very um, PC of me to say, but... There was, like, this one scene, like, a little, you know, they were doing flashes and different things, and this girl, like, puts her finger in some guy's mouth, and he, like, licks it, something off. It looks like he's, like, licking drugs off her finger, and I'm like, this is glee. You guys yeah. need to, like, settle down. Like, fine, show drinking, show whatever. Then there's, like, this moose face, and this guy's, like, licking this moose, and I'm like, you, what is yeah. your audience? Know your audience. Like, yeah. if you want to show a college party to a group of people, if you're on HBO, if you, this is girls that we're watching, do your thing. Show your drugs. But, like... This is Glee, and we need to be Glee rated. What's interesting is that I felt like it was all very implied. There was there wasn't a lot of like blatant drug use, right. but it was yeah. just like use your imagination, and it's a half a step away, and and you get there. It's definitely inappropriate for the younger Gleeks, I feel. But um, I know we talked about it before with the imp- implying those types of grown up activities, or you know. Y- yeah, exactly. <laughs> PG-13. Yeah. Um, it, I think R. that Glee knows that their audience has grown up. Exactly. And maybe they include those types of things because it kind of speaks to their generation. No, I, absolutely. Yeah, I think they were just trying to literally hit us over the head of the fact that they're in college now. Yeah, but I didn't. You know <laughs> what? True. But my we're my biggest problem yeah. is, like, I am a very smart viewer and I like to think that all the viewers are smart and I don't like to be hit over the head with anything. No. You know, I like I like to 
I, I didn't need it. It took it one step too far for me. I was fine with the kegs and the whatever, but, like, you're licking the face of a moose. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> moose licking around. Like I can't say that any clearer. <laughs> but I did like the, um, what is it called? The Harlem Shake. Harlem Shake. Yeah, yeah. Like it. it was definitely a fun way to kind of, but I felt like you could do that in the 30-second snap that they had of the Harlem Shake. I got that it was partying in college. I didn't right. need mm-hmm. it continuously. Yeah. Maybe that was just me. college, we get it. I'm not being nitpicky, though. It was overall, at least it was live and active, and I wasn't, like, sitting there bored and snoozing. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're having fun. And so, yes, I I wasn't underwhelmed, necessarily. Right. None of that. Yeah, none of that. Yeah. But it's just interesting, because we we see this side of college compared to Finn, uh, not Finn, sorry, um, Rachel Rachel and Kurt and and at the type of college they're at, which is more prestigious and more serious and then we have a public you know frat party kind of deal well what i think also bothered me about the episode was that or not about the episode about the college portion of the episode was that i wanted i guess i wanted finn to kind of come to a realization of for himself that like he wasn't acting in a mature way and it took like puck and him having this odd almost cheesy scene to me personally um where Puck kind of comes in and he's like, you need to be a good teacher. And I feel like Finn at some point needs to realize that for himself. Well, Mm -hmm. you know what? I kind of got the fact that Finn was uh, going wild because if you think about it, he's always been kind of the good good guy in high school and then he went straight to becoming a a instructor. Mm -hmm. You know, like he he didn't get to do the whole crazy live it up thing yet. So now that he's in a university setting and all these people are doing crazy things around him, not saying that, you know, I did that before, but, like, (laughs) I feel like he needs to get it out of his system, so it made sense for me. I think it's important to be young while you're young, for lack Mm -hmm. of better words. And he said that, too. Um, But I'm one of those people who thinks of quotes, and, like, when I'm watching, I write down the quote, so just something I want to share while we're on this topic, because it was, like, so unbelievably vulgar and ridiculous, was Puck saying, I think I have to shave my hello giggle. (laughs) What is that? I'm assuming he means his balls. Yeah. Like, I get, like, like, yeah. I mean, and it was just like, really? Really? Like, But that's what Puck would say. I know, but I was like, vomit in my mouth. TMI, Puck, TMI, like... Okay, and I completely got that from it, but I also, I don't know why this is where my brain went, I don't know if anyone, our viewers are familiar with Hello Giggles, which is Zoe Deschanel's site. No. And I was like, kind of a cross-promotion for new girl. like, I don't know why, maybe I just, that's where my head went, but clearly that's not... What is site about? Oh, it's just like a biography? It's like, no, it's uh, just various, like, articles and things like that all, oh, all okay. things yeah. I don't know it just I don't know why they would use that term for that and I, I totally just, that's must be what but yeah yeah, yeah it was so I, odd interesting yes yeah. the more you know I think I can and kind of believe the <laughs> fact that Puck gave this serious speech to Finn about like we have to grow up you have to be a good teacher and whatnot compared to the fact like we literally just saw those two guys partying and then the very next day you're adults and that dramatic switch. <laughs> Glee put themselves in a bind here because they yeah. didn't have anybody else to give the speech. Right. So they picked Puck. And it was mm-hmm. like, huh? Yeah. Right. Which is another reason why I can kind of believe Puck would say that because, you know, those Finn and Puck, they're, they're bros. You know, they 
they've gone through a lot together. But uh, we've seen Puck grow up throughout the years. He's had some serious things that he's been through. And he he lost the mohawk. He has a full head of hair now, which I noticed. So he's growing up in that way. And and I like the fact that you need another companion to uh, push you in the educational sense through college. Because I had a buddy that like helped me academic wise and I think that's just great for you know to get through college to have a friend to go through all that stuff with. I was very happy with the end result of this which was that Finn of course goes back and helps at the new directions and you know and kind of makes up with Mr. Shu which I feel like has been a long time coming. And then he's going to get college credit for it. Which is so awesome. that's how we pretend that he's going to college. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. It's like this the little, internship. At least he yeah. gets something out of it. No, definitely. I mean, we had to get him back into the school, so mm-hmm. somehow. Wait, did, so this is a completely random comment, but just because I mentioned school, of course. Did you guys used to watch Freaks and Geeks? Yep. Because <laughs> was that not called McKinley High? Because I'm pretty sure it was. Which Ooh, is like really, you need to look it which up. is it's really kind of like, but they didn't sing in Freaks and Geeks. No, no but, so. but, but it was McKinley. That's I don't remember. But I was but watching. I thought I saw it on the building, and I was like, huh. Hmm. Our systems detect that a host has wandered off the subject. That's actually on Please topic because you know what, McKinley Phil? You know what? Is the high school? I just had to throw that out there because we're gonna go back and make sure. But well, what I was, was going to say is tweet at us and confirm Roxy's theory, but to move on. Or deny it. <laughs> or deny it, too. But um, <laughs> we should talk about New Directions is they're getting ready for regionals. As I said, I feel like this season has flown by. We really kind of had a lot of random. You are, sorry, you are right. It's McKinley High School. Isn't that weird? Couldn't yeah. they pick a different name? I'm sorry. Afterbuzz. <laughs> Afterbuzz. <laughs> I just nice. noticed that. I think it's weird. Like, this is McKinley High, and that's I McKinley High. I couldn't sorry. agree more, but uh, we McKinley should... High is getting ready for regionals. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just, you know, we are getting ready for regionals. I'm excited, though. I'm assuming that that's going to be the season finale at this point. I don't know how that's going to fit yeah, together. Usually, we've already had... In past seasons, Beaver had regional episodes back in March, like end of February, middle of March, so around that time, and then the finale is the Nationals. All Gleeks so. will hate me, but all I ever hear about Glee is regionals. Regional one season one through four, all I hear is regionals. You've never seen nationals happen, or sectionals? I don't know, just regionals. Yeah, or sectionals. <laughs> yeah, it's it always... goes sectionals, regionals, nationals. You know what's yeah. like frustrating though, because if you're actually in a choir, you're always preparing for something. It's mm-hmm. either preparing for sectionals, not regionals, or nationals. So I do understand that. Like it, we are always preparing, but they do seem to have at least time to sing for their own like. Love, you know, instead of just always prepping, right. which is nice. I don't think in the real world you actually get to do that, but mm-hmm. I'm glad that these these also, fine children do. Also, we, sorry, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just thinking that maybe the finale would also have a do-over wedding. Maybe I feel I like that's know. a little fast coming Ooh. for. Well, Phil clearly thinks it's happening. <laughs> I feel like we're getting into predictions a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, we but, um, <laughs> too soon. I just, um, what I kind of thought was interesting about this was that they still seem to have so much control over song selection. And at least when I was in, like, Glee Club, they did not have that kind of control. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like Mar- Marley complaining and then getting to do her own songs. That that seemed... Going off of what Scissorhead said, was that the person um, who... Yeah. yeah. 
when he was talking about how and this is about um like realizing what you had and knew well, I don't I don't remember exact words, but anyway, I feel like last chances. Last chances. I feel like they could have taken that theme and been like this I mean if they were going to make the theme for regionals dreams, there could have been a speech about how this is last chances. And you have to live out your dreams, so that's how we're getting there. You know what I mean? Like, the the school shooting could have um, flowed into the regionals discussion, but it didn't. And I I think that he's right, or he or she's right, that it is about last chances. And they could have used that theme way better to get to regionals. I agree. There's way too many things that are, like, truncated. That and then uh, what happened to Writer's Girl and... Yeah, it just doesn't... We still don't have the answer to. Yeah, the puzzle pieces were not great in connecting tonight. But what was good about the episode was that we kind of saw them, you know, I feel like we haven't seen, like, new directions. What last week's episode did do is kind of reunite new new directions. We haven't seen them all together in that room and, like, working together against, unfortunately, Mr. Shu tonight. But they, you know, came together and were like, we're going to, you know, have it be our regional. It's a catch-22 for me because as much as I want them to spend a lot of time in the chorus room and in the auditorium, my least favorite performances are in the chorus room. And some of them in the auditorium. The auditorium at least has more, like, visual effects. But, like, the, the performances when they're in the chorus room and it's not the best song selection and they're just singing and there's not that much movement, I'm like, mm. But then I want them all to be together and that's obviously a prime location. So I, I'm kind of torn. Interesting. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. But I think for me, it this season has been so divided between New York and yeah. McKinley that it was nice to kind of, in the last two episodes, we've had a lot of focus on that McKinley storyline and then obviously Rachel tonight in New York, but it hasn't been so, like, chopped up. There, there's there been episodes this season that felt very chopped up to me. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> apparently, and that's how we feel about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And done with that. So um, should we jump into some song, talking about songs? Today? It took yeah. a long time like to 20 get... 20 minutes in. Yeah. And I wrote that down. Seven, yeah. 20 minute mark. It yeah. was it was really I mean I kept pausing it and looking at you guys yeah. being like really unless you she count the Harlem Shake which we don't <laughs> which was a little early well, on we didn't we didn't get music no one sang in the Harlem Shake right, so it was just a little dancing. dance number I mean the fact that I think my count was seventeen might have been twenty but I mean just not a pro, not okay. We were well into the episode, and we kept turning to each other being like, where's the songs? I don't know if you guys felt the same way out there, but... They uh, are lucky they started with the song they did, and that it was starting with a bang, and it was that amazing, because otherwise I'd be tearing them a new butthole. And it was next to me, which was, of course, Rachel and Shelby singing that song, and unforgettable. One of my favorites of the season, I think. Just amazing. I loved it. It was fun, it was simple, it was great harmonizing, because the last time we see those two sing together, I believe it was the last time we saw Idina, and they were singing Poker Face, which was a completely, that song was more serious when they sang it, and then this, coming back with this song, it was fun, and it was encouraging for Rachel, so I enjoyed it. When Glee does a song that I can hands down say is better than the original, and that's no knock on the original, 
I think they did an amazing job. And I literally, the hairs on my arm were standing up during this. I, I like, couldn't speak for a minute. And I turned to you guys, I was like, that was awesome, for lack of better words. It was just so freaking good. Um, like I was saying, the combination of these two women, they just fill the room, and the smile and the passion. It's just all there. And this was the perfect song. This would have been an amazing song for her audition. To go back to what we were talking about, though, sometimes in the chorus room it does feel empty or just, like, not the best songs. And you're kind of like, oh, this is a little painful to get through, in all honesty. But with them, it was as simple as being in the chorus room. There right. was no, like, big theatrical right. aspect to it. And they ha- held my attention because they're just that amazing together. And, oh, yeah, sorry. they just play off each other so well. And the song itself is so playful. And that relationship, because it is, you know, something that's blooming, it just lent itself to what they were singing about. Yeah. Um, so that's what I found to be enjoyable. It was about so that. good. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. so freaking good. And I liked how Rachel has another supporter for her and her James and Broadway. It's someone who's, another, like, another experienced person backing her up. Yep. And I thought kind of it was fun how they switched. The next song was, that was kind of a quiet like intense but a a quiet performance in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways and then you had again in that college setting the um finn and puck singing fight for your right to party which is obviously a beastie boys song and everybody knows it you sing along to it you can't help but think this is the perfect song selection i mean obviously it's overdone and it's classic and it's typical but it was perfect it fit it was a no-brainer it worked done put a stamp on it and send it they're in college yeah yeah we got it i like them on the musical instruments too i was gonna say we haven't seen finn on the drums in a minute and we got it twice tonight which was a nice little switch for him i wonder if he can actually play the drums he can he he can he's in an actual band i'm trying to remember the name of it um but Corey monteith actually plays in a band and they have played all over la yeah and Corey monteith's audition for glee he was banging on like glasses and stuff i did not know that yeah Yeah, so he's definitely a drummer that guy yeah and i think um, the first two episodes of this um this episode uh, the first two songs of this episode excuse me were both like out of the park yeah so Mm -hmm. so spot on right and they not a force at all waited so long for them that they needed to be spot on. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have two songs that were just okay. You needed to, yeah, have these kinds of songs. And then the next song I was a little mixed about. Um, it's uh, called You Have More um, Friends Than You Know, and it was Marley's quote-unquote original addition to to the Glee Club tonight. She This was what she brought to the table. And I loved uh, Darren Chris's performance in it. That's what I wrote down. Like, he, he sounded amazing. And he looked even better. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, he definitely did. But um, I don't know. The rest of the song just it, it underwhelmed me a little bit. I agree. The song was underwhelming. I mean, the lyrics of it were definitely meaningful, and um, they're definitely great friends and stuff, but I can't picture the song at regionals or at nationals. Yeah, it, it just didn't. It didn't work. There was no spark. Like, Glee Club at best, it always, it's like sparkles. I I don't know Mm -hmm. how to better describe it at this moment. Like, there's something about it. It has an it factor, and that song definitely, for me, didn't have an it factor. I just wanted to get up and walk out. Like, that, that. Or there's that. It it sounds very harsh, but I was sitting there, and I was like, this is, it was hard for me to struggle through, to be honest. It's not that it was that bad. It's that if you are going to put an original piece in here, 
God, it better be good, like the last song. You can't. It just like, and of course, I'm going to throw this across the table because you felt completely different, and I'm glad you did, which means that, like, hopefully some Glee <laughs> oh, fans out there. It. It was, I, this was, yeah, yeah, it was hard I for me. I am going to walk out of the room now because I completely disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I'm so angry at this Screw panel. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I see your point. It, it might have been underwhelming, but I am just such a sucker for those feel-good songs that have a great message and just in the meaning of the song I was I was okay I'm a really cheesy person so maybe that's why but I was so touched by it and in the arrangement of the harmonies and just how powerful those voices are in and of themselves I was impressed I, I'm sorry, that's so cheesy but yes I will agree though that it's not for regionals especially no, like no, and it's weird to me that she wrote two songs the first one is you have more friends than you know and the second one is outcast I mean, like, I just... <laughs> That's a good point. Just, like, That's such a good point. I don't know. I don't know. Hypocrisy. I, yeah. And I really wanted to... I'm, I just... Mm-mm. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to the outcast. I no, no, no. I'm not this one. I'm not talking about outcast yeah. differently. Like, this one, just mm-mm for me. Yeah. I was actually already listening to it earlier at my desk at work today. And this I was, one? Yeah, and I, was yeah. Like, and I wasn't getting tired of it. So, sorry. Okay, well, <laughs> at least we have someone who loved it at the table, so that's always good. Um, Team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Don't Stop Believing. We talked a little bit about it earlier in the the show. To me, there, I don't know why. I just love the original of this. For me, her version, Leah Michelle is an amazing performer. I say it all the time. But I I just wanted the original back. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But I did write down, this girl can build. Like, this, she knows how to build to the peak of a song. And so, you know what? Like, even though I do agree, at least we got that, what you're talking about, that feel-good feeling. We got the rest of the band behind them. We got the OGs. She built it up. She did the best she could with what she was given in this situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not saying otherwise. I'm just throwing it yeah. out there. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I didn't hate it either. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I love the song. Uh, obviously, we love the original, but I think they just gave it so we can feel like on um, that nostalgic factor. Yeah, and they were so. so smart to have that flashback with them all in the red because that's yes. where we all started. Right. I think without that... It would have been even, not worse, I mean, she still sang it, I mean, incredibly well. It just wouldn't have had that, I wanted that, like, tug, exactly, that, like, nostalgia. And the Don't Stop Believing original version that they did, that song literally kick-started Glee. I mean, it You know what? Listening to this right now, it's good. This is good. Yeah, it's And the build that she does, like, like, I can't use the word enough because... She's not trying to kill every note at the beginning. I hate that. It's like she really soothes you into it until you boom. And that's what this song is about. And, like, even listening to now, the performance wasn't as strong for me as the original because that was such a monumental moment in Glee's history. Mm -hmm. But this audio is really good. It's really good. I think the writers were really smart to bring it back around in terms of, like, oh, remember season one, because I think a lot of people miss that. And so right. that was a smart way to do it tonight, for sure. Oh, I didn't want that to go away. And it obviously, <laughs> and it obviously showed that... Right. Yeah, It obviously showed that Rachel missed her friends, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, but if seriously somebody asked you that question in an audition and then that was the response you gave... Honey, think something better. <laughs> it also just... But her ma- friends believed in her. It made her feel... Sound green, too. Yeah. And people, and they don't like that, right? Casting directors don't want a green no. person. No. Even though they say, they're like, we're looking for a new face. Like, 
they you gotta look new, but you gotta yeah. be seasoned. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say, I was like, you gotta have a ton of experience, and that's actually what we see in Glee, is that a lot of Leah Michelle, um, you know, came mm -hmm. from Broadway, had tons of Broadway experience. She was just new to TV, yeah. but had yeah. Guys, a this tons. is good. I can't, I can't. <laughs> She's not good. rocks and rocking out. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. She did have all that experience. Yeah. So she was new face for us, but she wasn't new. Yeah, and I think that that's the smartest way to cast, and that's, you know. <laughs> Should we sing, guys? D no, dance party. We, I know, we really do, for the season finale, need to have a dance party in here. I but am so down oh for that. Let's do Harlem Shake. So we, down. We should sing something in a round. We'll sound like crap, but it's okay. That's okay. It loves we're anyway, our right? own quartet here. <laughs> Not right now. No, I, we have to prepare for weeks. Yeah, I know. I was yes. going to say, we need some practice. We got a few weeks. We got a few weeks. Um, should we finish off with the last song? Oh, okay. Loved yes. it. Loved it. Okay, Outcast. Thank it's you. another original. <laughs> New Directions took it on. Um, you loved it. Why loved did you it. love it? Okay, first of all, it gave me goosebumps. <laughs> it was awesome. The message was great, and I loved how they're all. It was. It was actually a really simple song. There was no crazy choreography or whatnot. It was all of them banding together and singing. And I could picture this or hear the song at nationals. I think this should have been a, a national song. Wait, can we get this going and in Hillfield? It was, it was called Outcast because it reminded yeah. me of another song. Sorry, just while we were talking, I want to say This song should have been in their nationals episode, not now. See, I disagree. It's It was okay for me. I, I didn't hate it, I didn't, but I just didn't love it. I didn't think it was... Like, their original songs from season two... I went home and immediately downloaded them so on iTunes. I. Just, like, could not get enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. And maybe that was just me, but that was where I was at with Glee. And this song, I don't know. I It's not that I won't download it. I download most of Glee songs, in all honesty. But it's just, it's not <laughs> Glee. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for calling me out. Um, <laughs> so. It's a compliment. There you go, yeah. Okay, I'll think of what it reminded me of. Man, yeah, it, for me, though, it just kind of, it, it's a nice song, and I'll eventually download it. It, it didn't have that immediate, like, I want to sing along for me. This song kind of reminded me of their other original song that the Gleek Like Me, or what was it? Uh, uh, Loser Like, like me. me. Um, It, it kind of had that same feel, and I love that song, so I loved this song as well. Interesting. Because yeah. that's like Loser... And this is outcast. It's kind of the same. Yeah. yeah. But I did love the camaraderie in their performance. That's just true. Just seeing how close-knit they've become, even though they are the new outcast. I know their mind, Joe. You guys know the song? It's called Timeless. It goes, we are, we are, we are a little bit timeless, timeless. Yes, yes, yes. And, and it, this reminded me a lot of that. The fact that it reminds me of anything is actually pretty good for them because if you can do get something that's like going and I can sing it in my head, Sorry, I completely cut you off there. I just oh, didn't no, before I, I forgot and I didn't want to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you can take it off. I just wanted to say that before I forgot. I forgot. You can sing some more. No, no. I, I, so I think it's good. Um, I was not blown away the way you were. It's definitely something I'll download, like you were saying. Um, I think it's definitely of the two songs tonight that we have originals, this one is like so much better. <laughs> um, and I think that it will grow on me as I listen to it. So that's great. That's what I, I, have to say I will say that if it does go to regionals, if that particular song goes to regionals, it would not be something that you would end with. Maybe it's something you start with in the sequence. Hmm, interesting. But I, I feel like this song should have been at nationals because usually at nationals you see a song where all of them are together 
singing about them being together, like camaraderie in their song. I think that that was my favorite aspect of tonight's show as a whole was that we were able to kind of have them together again. And and maybe that is, uh, it wasn't directly kind of said in the episode tonight, but that it was a result of that shooting experience that they want to be together and they're they're united. I just wish that we had had that more conversation. Of a, yeah, like a direct mm-hmm. correlation, a little bit more. We can draw from it, but it wasn't set like we out were with. hit over the head with the college thing, but we were not. They didn't give us enough of the transition in this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just picky. I think we're all a little picky tonight, but maybe we should jump into some news and gossip instead. After Buzz <laughs> TV news. So I guess I'll start off with one. Um, so we've been talking about the controversial episode that was all of um, all last week's episode. And people definitely weighed in um, saying that kind of they wish that there was been a little more warning for the episode, that they, they felt like they were kind of blindsided by it. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jane Lynch actually told Celeb Buzz that she felt really bad when she heard those types of responses um, to the episode. Uh, she said, when I heard um, about how people were responding to it, especially the Sandy Hook people, I felt really bad. I don't want to add to anybody's pain, and I know Ryan doesn't either, as in Ryan Murphy. Um, and I thought that that was actually a very interesting response because I think if you have been through those kinds of events, and especially after this week with everything that's happened, I think it could really add to your pain. And it's interesting that it's only kind of a post thought at that point. I, I can't believe that it didn't come to their minds that this could be painful. I mean, they, they must have thought of it. They're, they're smart people. No, I mean, I can only imagine. I think that they really just wanted to address the issue, especially with the vote in Congress this week as well. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what Glee does. Glee finds um, pop culture issues mm-hmm. or whatever. Not, not this pop culture, but you know what I mean. Uh, like Cultural issues. Cultural issues, and um, they try to bring it to surface, but... This is something that is so clearly on the surface and already out there that, I don't know, it was hard for me. It was really hard. Yeah, and it did kind of come from left field, but I think we figured it out at the last minute. It was about a school shooting. But the episode, what Glee did, they conveyed the message of violence in school. And Yes, it was a story about shooting, but it was the overall message about overall violence in public schools and stuff like that, and private schools. Yeah, and... uh to go kind of to a lighter note, um, you know, there's been a lot of heavy stuff in the news this week, and we're talking about a heavy episode, um, but Becky Tobin, uh, who plays, of course, Kitty on the show, she kind of went out and is uh, on the cover of Maxim, I believe, um, and so you can go and check out those photos. I'm sure they're on local newsstands now. Yeah, definitely. Oh, wink. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Sarah? Naya Rivera, she has a risque but gorgeous photo shoot in Allure magazine, uh, the May issue. She's actually posing in the buff. Yeah, it's, so. it's something they do every year, different um, actresses posing in the nude. Um, and it's like supposed to show the beauty and strength of women, I believe, is the kind of the point of the photo shoot. Yes, yeah, so she, she is the most dropped dead gorgeous person in the world. She sure is a part of that. Um, so, and part two of this, she, yeah, she is one of the most gorgeous people in the world, but she actually says that she was not comfortable in her own skin before, and she used to work at Hooters, and because of that, she had nightmares about that job because she just wasn't comfortable with what she was wearing. Even though she was told she was skinny, she just, at that time, 
wasn't okay. About. She's obviously been able to like come around and accept herself, which yeah. is great. And she looks great. She does, definitely. So predictions? And now, you're well, after Buzz TV. We know that Sarah Jessica Parker's coming back, so that's exciting. Oh, that's love, love her. I mean... And that means we gotta see Kirk, because where the hell was he? I was gonna say, we were missing some characters tonight, and Kurt felt like he, like, was making breakfast or something at some point in the apartment, but we really didn't get a lot of Kurt until the very end of the episode. Yeah, we saw him in Don't Stop Believing for a hot second. Mm-hmm. And by a hot second, I literally mean, like... A hot second, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's exciting, and, and I love SJP, so... Me too. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Um, I, yeah, I think they're definitely going to find out that Becky was the one who had the gun. Blaine is on yeah. to her. Yeah. yeah. And, and we saw it tonight that Blaine had, you know, his hunches. Right. Am I the only one who still wants to find out who the mystery woman is? Who is... Oh, I want to know. Did yeah. We, did I, we even see a preview for that? Nope. No, but I, I'm still obsessed. I still need to know. Um, so I'm hoping that that comes up in the next three episodes. And the, there sure. seemed to be a blackout. And there was, like, all the lights were out somewhere, maybe? Yeah, I saw, yeah, saw a little blackout. preview of that. And and Sue leading some yoga aerobics. Oh, sometimes. yeah, what was that? <laughs> Do you think any couples will be reunited, though? Like, I know it wasn't, we didn't preview it tonight in those scenes, but... I we're going to get some, some sort yeah. of Finchel back at the I, end. I think Finn I is going to go for his second trip, because he didn't stay the first time. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle uh, Cory Monty, uh, as we talked about last week. Uh, is in rehab right now, and he missed the filming of the final episode. So will we get that mm. Finchel reunion? Also, what's going to happen with um, Brittany's character? Because we already know, know, and we talked about it last week, she's actually having a baby in real life. So what's that going to do for the story plot? Are they going to yeah. make some major changes this season, or will that be something for next season? I wonder what that looks like contractually, too. Yeah, yeah right. that's a tough, I would assume, a very tough. Thing to- and I, I also think that Finn, mm-hmm. I think there is going to be a reunion. It may not be at the finale, but in the future, there will be a reunion with Finn and Rachel because in tonight's episode, we see Rachel um, saying that the last time I saw you, I wish you would have stayed and hung around longer. Right. So she wants his presence. Yeah. So I think he's going to come back. They were they were definitely missing each other and that he would, like, in the middle of all of his partying, took her phone call and... Or maybe instead of him coming back, she comes for regionals or something. Wouldn't it be fun to have the finale have everybody back together again? I just... Be amazing. Would be I think amazing. it's not I only would it be fun, I think it's necessary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's necessary. It is necessary. I miss Quinn. She oh. has to come back. I, okay, and Mercedes. Santana and Mercedes. Oh, and one of our viewers mentioned, where did Sugar go? That's another good Where did Joe go? <laughs> where did yeah. Jesus go? I mean, apparently people are transferring right and left is what we can, yeah. <laughs> we can take from that. But thank you so much for watching. We always have so much fun doing these shows for you. Um, yeah. Yay. Yeah. So um, I'm Stephanie Wanger, and you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Wanger, and you can tweet AfterBuzz at AfterBuzzTV. At Roxy Stryer. I am on Twitter at TV. I'm on Twitter at Sarah with an H, Mendoza. All right. Thanks, everybody. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Greeks! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Team.